Hey everyone, welcome to the e-commerce unlocked podcast where we always cut the fluff and we talk about the strategies and tactics that you can implement in your e-commerce business so that you can drive real results. I'm Emerson. This <laughs> That's a first. That is a first for me. I'm not Emerson. I am Russell. <laughs> anyway, I'm Russell. This is Emerson. We are both e-commerce business owners and consultants. We are in e-commerce all day long and this is uh, you know, Great. We love being here. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the holiday. Pre I'm just going, dude. We're not, we're not stopping for anything. So Emerson, why don't you lead us off on what we're talking about? Yeah, today is the most fun, hectic, crazy thing of the year is holiday shipping. Um, mm -hmm. So this is my favorite part of being stressed throughout the whole year. Russ has been working with me for like a decade plus and knows the holiday times for me is grumpy Emerson. Um, yeah. It's I, just as a little bit of background, like you didn't used to be grumpy when it came to like Christmas time, the holidays, but the past like probably six years, like Q4 Emerson's like no fun Emerson. Uh, yeah, no, I love Christmas day. That's great. But leading up to it, it's like, all right, shipments got to go out on the operations world. It's, it's crunch time. So, um, there's a couple of things I want to go over today to hopefully alleviate everyone's, uh, pain points through the holidays and kind of go over a solid holiday shipping checklist uh, of items that you can implement to hopefully be as less stressed as possible. No matter what, it's always the holidays. There's a lot of moving pieces um, in e-commerce supply chain, um, but really it comes down to communication and having a plan and strategy to work with all your partners um, during the holiday season. So today I'm gonna to kind of break it down into four different parts that I wanna discuss with everyone um, that most people are gonna run into um, during the holiday season and groups and categories of people you need to work with to ensure a successful holiday season. So the four um, groups we're gonna talk about are working with your carriers, so your shipping um, carriers, UPS, USPS, FedEx, whoever it might be are using for, for shipping. Your warehouses, either if you're using a 3PL, if you're doing self-fulfillment, you're doing drop shipping. Going over your policies, so working with your e-com team, whoever runs your website, um, making sure you have policies in place to um, deal with the increased um, workload and site visits, everything like that during the holidays. Make sure you have policies in place to support your business. And then also working with your tech partners and agencies um, during the holiday season. So, um, on this podcast, typically I am more on the side of operations and supply chain. So Russ, as you bring, you've had a experience in operations with me as well, bringing some marketing insight to make sure we're also working with marketing um, and everyone understands those uh, those expectations together um, in the business. We don't want to have marketing do one thing, ops do another thing, right, Russ? Yeah, no, that's we've we've. I mean, quick flashback. Emerson and I, um, Emerson actually hired me on to do uh, ops with him phew, years ago. And I think our first Black Friday together, the marketing team was supposed to start Black Friday. It was supposed to be like a few days before, like the Monday before Black Friday. And it was like a week and a half before that time. And they called us up. I was like, hey, we're launching Black Friday tomorrow. And I remember that was like, that's one way to piss off Emerson is to say, <laughs> we're launching Black Friday tomorrow, two weeks early. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, and they did it. We, we told them no, and they, they still did it. The warehouse was not happy with us. And uh <laughs> So yeah, no, I get the pain. Um, and I, I also get the temptation from a marketing standpoint. It's like, no, dude, we got to do it or we're going to lose sales. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine balance, balancing yep. marketing with operations. Which is what we, I kind of piggyback a lot of this, my strategy now in the holiday seasons off of that experience. I mean, the goal of this podcast is let's take some of our wins and failures, failures we've learned through our careers and hopefully give some insights to these um, areas so you don't have to deal with these pain points. So highlighting that experience is, 
communication is key in supply chain. Um, so anyone doing supply chain e-com ops for a while understands there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of people involved in your supply chain, whether you see them or interact with them on a daily, weekly, monthly basis or personally or not. There's a lot of people that have to be involved on this. And so the more insight you can give your partners um, in the business, the better your your shipping season is going to go during the holidays. So the first one is talking about your carriers. Whether you know it or not, carriers have a capacity that they have on their trucks. It's not like you can, if a, if a FedEx truck comes to your, your facility and typically you give them 10 packages and then during the holiday season, you're giving them 100 packages a day, that's going to overload the carrier and they're not going to be able to take all those packages at that time. They have working hours and everything like that. And space, do, they ever, do they ever like refuse packages? Like, hey, dude, I can only take five. Yeah, they'll refuse packages. Um, so they <laughs> set a, 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 yeah, they set a quantity limit. So there are times where they say, "Hey, the truck's full today. You, we reserve this amount of capacity for it." Usually for the holidays, they want at least like the minimum at least two weeks' notice before that there's going to be a spike in it, so they can reserve um, capacity for you. So if you see during the holidays. How do you let them know though? Like I'm not giving for my business. I'm not giving them like a heads up. I schedule pickups, but I guess that's somewhat of a heads up, but it's not like days before it's like the day before. Yeah. So depending on the size of your, your brand, if you're going from one package to two packages, five to 10 packages a day, and you're doing fulfillment out of your house, you're probably not, you don't have a FedEx rep or a carrier rep that you're, you're dealing with. If you're mm-hmm. the size where you have, um, uh, your own accounts with these carriers. That's when you have a, a rep assigned to you. You're going to want to reach out to them. The same thing too is you can set up if you're using a FedEx Ship Manager or a USPS Manager, any of the carriers you print labels from directly. You can go in and schedule and add your forecast to that as well. So you can make sure that you have um, a allotted space in those trucks for you to to move those packages. Um, so you'll probably see them on holiday seasons. If you drive by a FedEx, a UPS, USPS. Um, location over over the holidays, anywhere between like November to January, you'll see a lot of U-Haul trucks, Penske, Enterprise trucks out there because at that time they scale up and they rent trucks during those holiday seasons. And so if you're mm-hmm. not giving them notice, they're not able to rent those trucks in time or reserve those spaces and et cetera, get extra drivers to handle that extra capacity. And that's when they start cutting it off. So yeah, if you're doing probably under 10 to 20 packages a day, you may not run into it um, as frequently, but people that are doing up to 50 plus orders a day, you might run into something uh, where you the carrier can cut you off and say, hey, we're not picking up those packages. So you want to work with them to make sure they, they're um, understanding you have increased volume coming and what to reserve space for. I would always err on the side of having extra space. I'm not aware of any carriers that if you say, hey, I'm going to have a 100 packages today and you only have 50, they're not going to penalize you. So I would go in and give them a little bit of an over forecast let them know this is the, the size, especially on the type of product size that you're shipping. If you're doing something with small, like a little wallet or a little trinket in a mailer, you probably can get away with a bit more of, of a, a leeway of how many units you're giving them. Um, if you're doing something bigger, you're shipping a suitcase, you're shipping a big toy, big products, that's shipping in a physical box, those those um, uh, dimensional restraints can, can happen. Um, the next thing you wanna be able to do is confirm with your carrier your shipping cutoff times. Okay, so even though you're saying like, hey, FedEx two-day delivery, um, that can be strained a little bit. And so look, and each carrier is going to have a different cutoff time for something to get delivered on time. So if you're shipping to like a FedEx ground, and you're ship, shipping saying, hey, usually I can ship this on Monday and it'll get to the customer by Friday, typically to that shipping zone. Usually they're going to increase that FedEx ground or that ground package um, delivery time a bit longer. So make sure you, they will have a cutoff time on the carrier's website. Just Google it for whichever carrier you use for their 
like in this year, um, FedEx 2024 um, Christmas cutoff day uh, deadline, and they'll tell you all the deadlines for each service level. Make sure you know that so you can communicate that to your customers because a customer, you want to utilize that for marketing. So Russ, I'm sure on your side, when you guys, when the ops can communicate that to you, you can plan your sales accordingly, right? Um, oh yeah, totally. So I think that's a... And one piece on that is like from the marketing standpoint, you can utilize that to get more sales, like kind of a limited time, like, hey, the, the holiday sale ends this date because that's when the shipping cutoff is. Um, you can even use it after that fact of, of maybe the ground shipping cutoff, but you have a small enough product, you can do the two-day shipping. So you do like, hey, free two-day shipping uh, today only or something like that. And you can still get it in time for, the, for Christmas. Um, but the important thing is like kind of blasting it out and communicating it to the customer. So um, one thing is that what I've done in the past is I create like a, a like a holiday hub kind of area on a drop drop down within the website that shows the shipping information. So a customer could go there and look at all of our holiday shipping policies, has the cutoffs there, but then going one step further and putting it in the banner, putting it in the checkout so that people are really clear that like, hey, cutoff is this date. And, I, and you might hit this Emerson, but it's like maybe saying it's the day before it actually is because then you still have to pick and pack and ship. And if your warehouse is back and backed up or something, maybe they're two days behind, you got to move that up. And it's hard to anticipate, but, uh, but you kind of have to kind of go with like what you feel most comfortable with. Cause you, you don't want angry customers. Exactly. That's the worst thing you can do is say, Hey, guaranteed by delivery for Christmas and it doesn't get there by Christmas. There's always mm -hmm. nuances, but as a package getting lost, the carrier has an unexpected backlog. It's going to a rural address or something like that. There's a lot of, things to account for, but you want to have your best chance at success um, and set yourself up for that. Um, but like you're saying, Russ, on that, on a marketing standpoint, utilize these cutoffs, not as a hindrance, but as a sense of urgency. So a lot of times marketers and ops people have to work together and ops, we have to do a good job of selling that uh, advantage maybe to marketing and saying like, hey, our cutoff is December 15th for ground shipment delivery. And that's where we offer our free shipping. So if you want to have an item with free shipping, order before December 15th and it'll get you before Christmas. Utilize that as a sense of urgency. If you're putting countdown timers, whatever it is on your site, create that sense of urgency and work together with your marketing team. This whole strategy is built around working with your partners, not against them to make sure everyone has a successful holiday season. Um, and at the same time, Russell, you're talking about um, adding that buffer into fulfillment times. You should always have your fulfillment times buffered into your delivery windows. And that's working with your warehouse to make sure you have that properly staffed. So that kind of segues into talking with our carriers and then going with um, into our warehouses. Um, well, I guess one last thing before talking about warehouses is understanding with your carriers, peak surcharges. Something that a lot of brands don't utilize and something I love to geek out on is your shipping rates. Shipping rates are very variable. They're very dynamic. There's a lot of hidden charges. There's hundreds of line items of where a carrier can char charge you. And so make sure you understand just because, hey, in October, I could ship this package for $10, you're most likely not shipping that same package for $10 in December. Um, so make sure you understand that and make sure that you see if you're doing discounts, um, your holiday sales, and however you charge that shipping, how you're charging that shipping to the customer. If you have a fixed price shipping rate, make sure you have that affected um, and you understand how that affects your bottom line um, on, your, on your store. Or if you're doing a calculated rates, make sure you have that API working correctly. There's a lot of APIs out there that don't actually pick up all the surcharges because the carriers change them so much. They rename them so often. Um, so just make sure you do a dive into what any carrier uh, peak surcharges you might be happening. I mean, the COVID surcharge from 2019 is like pretty much still intact right now. Um, it's like, it's a surcharge and really it's just like added to your base rate. 
So, um, so question on that. Um, I know a lot, like me personally, I wouldn't even know where to begin to be like, well, how do I look at all these surcharges and this and that? So can you kind of give me an idea of like the percent difference of like, if I ship something for $10 in, in October, end of November and December, how much is that going to cost me? Like, what could that variable be, variable be just so that I can like price it in, not have to think about it? Yeah, no. So typically it's going to be a dollar amount. Um, let me look up, um, what FedEx putting is you on the putting you on the spot. Do you know yeah. what it starts as well? Like when do they start implementing these peak surcharges? They all vary. So for example, um, it looks like FedEx, their peak surcharges is starting on November 27th, um, uh, 2023. Um, let me see. I'm pulling it up. It looks like from what I'm seeing right now, FedEx Express. I'm just, you just go to Google and just Google whatever carrier you're, you're using with. So I'll, I would give it uh, semi-generic on that. Google's your best friend when we try to go in depth, but also carry all the all the carriers because all the carriers are going to be a bit different. Um, but right now we're looking at roughly um, an increase of around five five to six percent increase um, on express shipments. Each carrier is going to have a little bit different um, and things like that. So just make sure you kind of Google it. So yeah, we're looking at express rates will be five point nine percent increase during the holidays. Um, season uh, ground is another 5.9 percent it looks like um, and then freight FedEx freight is 5.9 to 6.9 percent uh, depending on zones so um, if you're shipping something for ten dollars again this is going to have a huge impact at scale I probably have budget on that case if you're doing like a ten dollar item and you're having like five percent um, shipping um, surcharge on top of that an extra 50 cents or so to a dollar probably on surcharges if you're doing again low volume under 20 orders, that's going to hit a little bit, not much, but when you're doing thousands of orders a day, hundreds of orders a day, um, and do that over the course of a month, that can be the swing of thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, um, mm -hmm. for shipping that you may not have expected, um, before. So just keep that yeah. into consideration. Again, there's not much you can, I mean, unless you negotiated a while ago, those surcharges, most likely they're just going to happen. It's more of like planning and knowing this is going to happen. So you can plan accordingly. Probably your window right now to negotiate those isn't, really available to you right now um so just make sure you have that uh you, you just you probably will see that hit your your bill so just make sure you plan accordingly um but yeah on that same note working with your carriers and now working with your warehouse pretty much the same thing we just did with the carriers we want to notify our warehouse again making sure they know your um your order volume so they can staff pro uh, properly um make sure you know their holiday work schedule if they're working, you think they're just off Thanksgiving. If they're working Friday, maybe they're taking Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. That's four days. Make sure that affects is um, reflects on your website as well. Um, so again, customers aren't thinking, "Hey, I ordered on Wednesday and their order doesn't ship out till Monday or something like that." That's been a huge backlog. Make sure, hey, if you're taking those days off in the warehouse, make sure you have staff coming on Monday to 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 pick up from from all the holiday rush or whatever. Are they working the holidays? They might be working Thursdays. Usually the carriers don't work on Thanksgiving itself. Um, so make sure like, hey, Thursday, it's not a shipping day. Make sure um, they come in on Friday or whatever it is. Just make sure you understand what um, the holiday hours of the warehouse are and plan accordingly. And then the other thing too is before, right now, if you haven't started your Black Friday sales yet, is perform an inventory cycle count. Um, you want to make sure what you have is saying like, hey, we have 100 units of this. You don't want to oversell that stock. Um, that's like the worst thing you can do is say, hey, we have 100 units of this and really you have 90 and then 10 people thought they ordered this Christmas present for someone and then now they're not getting it and then that's an angry customer. When that can be easily avoided if you make sure your inventory account is accurate. So do your ABC stock um, counts. 
um, make sure you know what you have in stock and inventory. Again, on these some of these smaller uh, stores doing 10, 20 orders a day with a handful of SKUs and you're fulfilling from your house or from a small warehouse that you have control over, um, go in and do them yourselves. If not, make sure you schedule with your 3PL to take care of that. Um, the next thing is, Russ, I'll probably hand over to you a little bit as far as like shipping policies. or not shipping policies necessarily, but it's like website policies. Um, maybe that get affected on the website. I'm thinking I'm more about like returns, um, deliveries, and FAQs and stuff like that. Do you want to touch on some of those policies that you do on like yeah. your comm side? Absolutely. So our next uh, podcast episode is going to actually go into the details of how to create like a successful holiday uh, marketing strategy or campaign. Um, but when it comes down to like how it interacts with operations, um, Emerson called out a really good one, making sure that you change your return policy, because a lot of times people buy, depending on when you start your sales, um, maybe it's November 1st, people are buying a, uh, a gift November 1st, but they're not going to give it until December 25th, which is usually outside of people's return windows or brands return windows. So making sure that you open that up. My recommendation would be as soon as somebody starts buying in November, you open it up so that they can return it until January 31st. That's kind of a standard set by Amazon. Um, so a lot of people expect it. And um, I, I, would, I wouldn't say that really negatively affects um, a business by opening it up during the holiday season, just for the mere fact of uh, being able to return those items. Um, other things I've already kind of mentioned that uh, it's helpful to have on the website like a holiday hub where you can put your um, your gift guides, but you can also put like your shipping policies or your shipping information. Um, this was really key back in COVID when you're like, we don't know if it's going to make it or not. You kind of have some disclaimers in there. That's always helpful. Uh, we put that within the checkout as well, kind of up at the top, like, hey, just so you know, like because of COVID, like we not be, may not be able to get it in time as we expect it to be. Um, but, I, you know, we're, we're kind of past that now, so it may not be totally necessary. But if you are worried about the, your either your, your capacity at your warehouse or your ability to get it to the carrier, or even if you're worried about the carrier, I would definitely throw some disclaimers on on maybe a shipping policy page. Um, and then, you know, using banners, utilizing banners to really put that uh, sense of urgency when it comes time to um, have those cutoffs, I think is really important as well. Um, and then, you know, every niche, every business kind of has their own little things that they need to throw in there. But I've seen those kind of pretty scalable across the board. Um, another, uh, no, I'll, I'll do that in the next episode. I got a few ideas on, on how Let's to, how to message these things. I don't want to spill the beans. I just want you to come back to the next episode. <laughs> bean spiller, Russ. Um, yeah. yeah. The last thing I'll add on that is on your policies and making sure you also update your FAQ or knowledge base, um, that <laughs> you have. A lot of people with their buying criteria of who they're shopping, maybe not for themselves right now, it's for someone else. Make sure you have policies of like, hey, if this is for a gift, if someone else is going to get this product, how can they return it? How can they interact with the brand? If there's a warranty they have to register for or whatever, make sure you have knowledge based and FAQ articles um, to help reduce those inbound inquiries that you might have. And mm -hmm. then the last item we'll cover real quick is make sure that if you have any other tech partners that influence your website in any way, Make sure you're utilizing those um, tech partners that need to have the heads up of, hey, increase um, volume of people, of site traffic, whatever it might be, that you don't have any crashes on that. Um, make sure they're scaled to make sure that tech doesn't influence any of your sales, website crashes, et cetera, um, during that time. And make sure you're leveraging um, helpful tools to help um, reduce your, your CX inbound. Obviously, CX scales and hits pretty hard during the holiday season. Um, a lot of questions are going to come in about your Wismo, where is my order? Um, tracking solutions to so make sure you have a solid tracking page. If you're either leveraging your order confirmation page, if you're using a third-party tracking service uh, such as like a Wonderman, a Malomo, a Phoenix Commerce, etc., 
Um, make sure that you're leveraging those platforms to reduce your Wismos. Um, also make sure that you're utilizing a, an awesome help desk. Um, Gorgeous is one of our favorite help desks that we've, uh, we've worked with in the past um, that make it super easy to communicate with your customers, make it super streamlined um, to have automated uh, workflows and processes to get those answers um, to people's questions quickly through multiple platforms. And then also, if you're doing a lot with shipments of lost, damaged, or stolen transit um, packages, Corso Ship Protection is uh, who we definitely uh, collaborate with a lot on the podcast. Um, make sure that you have a good connection uh, there to help reduce um, any risk of lost, damaged, or stolen packages. Also, with Carbon Offsets has a good um, do-good um, incentive to that program as well. So make sure you're leveraging these partnerships um, and your tech integrations appropriately uh, to help reduce your workload during the holidays and make sure that your site runs um, optimally throughout the holiday seasons. Um, I'll start with the key points um, that we have. So we'll also link, um, <clears throat> I'm not sure how we'll link it on the podcast, but we also have a, a holiday checklist. Feel free to follow me or Russ on LinkedIn and we'll be posting that in the next couple of days um, on our LinkedIn. So feel free to download that checklist uh, to make sure that you've, uh, yeah, crossed all your T's, dot the I's and checked all the boxes to be on Santa's good list this year by having a good holiday checklist. So <laughs> nobody, everybody loves a good checklist, especially if they're an ops. The so. checklist or lights out. This there's something about checking it, dude. Like done. Like okay, we did it. The thing about the, list the, check, the checklist is never done. It's always like continually checking. You always gotta keep going back and checking throughout the holidays. It, uh, there's um, a fairy that comes and erases everything every night that you have to then recheck night, tomorrow. Every every minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just to reiterate, communication is key. So keep communicating. I know it's the holiday season. We also we also want to be with our families. We want to be with our loved ones. We want to be enjoying the holidays. Hopefully, though, just like maintaining this checklist um, and keeping open communication. And when something happens, there's going to be something where the warehouse is going to have a day of not so great output. Most likely, the carrier is going to get backlogged. Someone's going to have the site. Something's going to happen. Make sure you have a plan A, B, C in place when that does happen. If your shipping rates go down, the API breaks there, make sure you can quickly enter manual um, uh, shipping rates so you don't clog the site. Um, if banners go down, what can you do in that situation? If uh, a carrier is delayed, something happens to your WMS system, your OMS, do you have an extra way to print labels, whatever it is? Um, is there leverage you have with your warehouse? If they're not picking enough orders, is there a way you can come in and get extra hours in there and have people come in, work other shifts, et cetera? So just make sure you have backup plans on top of all these things. Yeah, contingency plans are, are super important, especially in the holidays. So that is uh, just wrapping up what we need to do on the op side. Super boring. So hopefully we got that out of the... <laughs> if you made it this far, congrats, you are boring. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> Boring's a new sexy, man. Ops finally oh, yeah. got some Heck yeah. during COVID. People actually talk to me now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, You're way more popular than I am. Well, hey, thanks uh... for joining us and we'll see you on the next one.